0: to Bunta Vista, episode 225. And a special welcome to any of our new friends from Yazoo City, uh, Mississippi. Now, you might be wondering, I mean, this is just sort of like a thing that kind of was on a billboard. Uh, there's some grammatical errors in that billboard that's from the from the agent. Uh, we kept that. Um, <laughs> but you might be wondering, like, you know, oh, okay, so it's a podcast. So, like, most podcasts are about something. Like, you know, you might be, like, um, going absolutely bananas about serial killers. Uh, maybe one of the host's dads wrote a porno or something like that. Um, but we're a little different. We do things a little, a little our own way here at Bunta Vista. Where um, it's actually uh, not about anything. Um, it's not like. Not professionally made, I would say. <laughs> okay. Um, no. You know, like none of us really have good voices for radio or podcasts, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Uh, uh, whoa, uh, whoa. It's not... But Andrew, yeah, but the rest of us know. <laughs> um, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's good mm-hmm. or, or funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not insightful. Um, okay. We don't really research anything. Mm-hmm. You're not going to um, learn anything. We're not, you're not going to learn anything. Yeah. Um, you, we... We have a good time doing it, but you... uh, I mean, that's just us. Yeah. You might not... That might not transfer to you. Um, Mm. None of our dicks work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Lucy's might. I don't know anything about Lucy. She's not on this episode. Also, I'm not going to belabor the point too much, because we actually have a very special guest um, today. So we'll get to that as well. Um, We'll introduce him in approximately 10, 15 minutes. We're not really good at doing the intros (laughs) either. Um, and pretty exciting because this guest actually like does things where usually our guests are kind of um, <laughs> dreck that we're kind of <laughs>
1: goblins, yeah. That we
0: know uh, need a sort of something to keep their mind uh, away from doing fentanyl. So here we go. Uh, we kind of <laughs> <laughs> any new listeners. We kind of kick stuff off with a uh, little little intro scenario, but it's all it's all fiction. It's made it's up. Made up. It's all yeah. made up. None of it's real. Um, I, of course, am Theo. Um, I'm not the host of the show, uh, so that's another weird thing about this show. Um, and I'm here inside the Hacker Space, uh, which is a disgusting shed somewhere in the far reaches of the industrial area. Uh, and each of us are feverishly creating our own game true to each one of our visions. Uh, peering over my shoulder, you get a glimpse of what I'm working on, which is Relax on Saturday Morning Simulator. Uh, there are three amazing scenarios to choose from. Uh, you've got sitting on the couch drinking a coffee, sitting on the back deck drinking a coffee, uh, or sitting by the creek drinking a coffee. That one's uh, DLC. Not quite finished, but, you know, uh, reasonably priced afterwards. So the left shoulder button brings up the character's phone, on which you can see a fully completed to-do list and no cell reception. Uh, and occasionally on the screen the words, There is nothing you need to worry about. Flash <laughs> up. So that's nice. I think I'm going to enjoy enjoy that, and I hope you guys do too. I'm also here with Andrew, as always, um, who's been contracted out to produce the licensed Neon Genesis Evangelion video game. Now, as I understand it, Andrew, the mech combat, it's not really like up and going yet, haven't really started, but you have really fleshed out the uh, teenage boy hormonally confused about his sexually mature housemate slash mother figure slash
2: employer part of it. Yeah, that's where I would say roughly 100% of the focus is going. Yeah, yeah, mainly. I mean, I'm getting a lot of notes from the studio (laughs) about this. Uh, Saying you're great,
0: you're completely true to the vision of Evangelion?
2: (laughs) No, they're not saying that. There's a lot of uh, please, please desist, stop. We really need you to switch focus. But, um, like, I take this responsibility seriously.
0: Yeah, you're not going to be like... I mean, this is an auteur kind of thing You're not going to be, like, shifted by The, like, commercial whims or anything like that
2: I mean, I've never seen any of the show before <laughs> or anything um, I watched the first the first episode or two yeah. And um, at that point he is uh, shacking up With his horny, sexy uh, mother-slash-big-sister figure Yeah And I said, that's it, that's all I need to know That's I all turned, you need to know Turn it off Yep And this t- prompt has <laughs>
0: kind of come up on the screen there Press X to upskirt What's that about? <laughs>
2: But, um, look, I'll be be doing a gameplay demo of that later.
0: (laughs) Very uh, physically modelled. With us also is Ben, who is busily tweaking the settings for TressFX fur rendering on the most photorealistic interaction depiction of Bigfoot that you've ever seen. Uh, With a hand inside a VR glove, he strokes the fur on (laughs) Bigfoot's beautiful arm, giving just the right amount of haptic feedback to really give the impression that you're right there with the gentle giant himself. While Bigfoot packs you the most incredible looking bong hit you've ever seen. That's a yeah. compound, this is. Smoke I'm really weed excited. with Bigfoot Simulator
1: <laughs> 2021 uh, is coming along beautifully at this point. Uh, and, and, you know, a lot of people think that what you've just witnessed of the gameplay footage there of actually interacting with Bigfoot uh, is the most important part of the game, but that's not true. Ninety uh, percent of the game, Bigfoot is nowhere to be seen. Can you just yeah, yeah, you're wandering it. around the woods? Hoping to hear Bigfoot, maybe if you do encounter Bigfoot, and not every playthrough will, you know, it's fun, but that's not really the aim of the game. Is mostly to yearn for Bigfoot. Mm. That's where the joy is. Yeah. Pre-
2: press X to leave Bigfoot alone. Yeah. You see him
1: in the <laughs> distance, and you go, "Hey, man.
0: Yeah. Keep on trucking." Mm. <laughs> and you just let him walk right to unsee. <laughs> Gone from my mind. And as alluded to, uh, finally. Um, This week in the horrible 100% humidity Bunta Vista hackershed slash zoning violation, we're joined by a very special and long time returning guest. I didn't look it up. Um, Episode 17, episode Episode 13. 13. 13. Very long time ago. Good Lord. Um, Host of the wonderful No Cartridge podcast, which is much better than this one. Um, Actual author and all around angel, Trevor Strunk. Now, Trevor, well, I see you. that your game that you're working on here is called Shower with Your Dad Simulator 2015, <laughs> uh, and it is looking great. But I, I sort of uh, one bit of bad news. Oh no! Uh, I think I think it's already taken.
3: Well, so I, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> this is uh, Boner Man Incorporated. Uh, you know our our, yeah. our good dear, friend, dear our enemy Marvin of the show, beautiful, yeah.
0: beautiful dear friend, and uh, uh, number one. This enemy. is
3: sort of so. Uh, t- you guys might not know a lot about contemporary art, and that's okay. Um, <laughs> very famous contemporary art piece where uh, someone essentially uh, copied an image yeah. of, uh, mm. of, I believe it was a, a, a pop art thing of, of the Marlboro Man, or a more recent one where someone yeah. bought an Andy Warhol drawing and drew one, 99 others and sold them all at the same price. So you might get a Warhol, you might not. Not even the artist knows. It's about confusing oh. authorship. So I've remade this game up from the code all the way up, Um, mostly through this game creation device I call Steam. Yeah, Um, (laughs) Really only allowed to, like, the top, top devs. Um, But it's a labor of love. It's an art piece. I don't expect everyone to get it. I think you guys will once you play it. Um, uh, Marvin and I haven't talked for uh, the past two years as I've been putting it together, but, you know, we'll make fences eventually.
2: I noticed that um, your game is, uh, like, it's ready to be wish-listed, and it's going on sale at a price of five cents less than Marvin's and <laughs> with your dad simulator. So
0: that would be 64 cents. Oh, that's Thanks. correct,
3: yes. It's, it's on sale for 64 cents. Um, you know, we just feel like everyone should be able to afford art, uh, not just the, you know, the 1% who can drop 69 mm. cents at any given point. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's, that's, that's a lot oh, of money. That's so that's so beautiful.
0: Um, side, actual serious point. I've almost yelled at Marbin to increase the price of Share With Your Dad Simulated 2015 from like $1 to $2. It's so <laughs> good. And he, and he never did. He could have... Almost twice as much money as he. Because everyone that bought it at a dollar would buy it for $2. It's a great game, by the way. Go and play Shower, shower With Your Dad Simulator. Buy, Marbin one more pizza base by purchasing Shower
1: With Your Dad Simulator 2015. But, do you still shower with your dad?
0: But no, it's legitimately $1 and uh, quite often on sale for $0.69. Cents. Stretch, I like man. Marvin's
3: game because people will... It's one of those games that... I feel this happens a lot with video games where people will uh, look at them and like... If they aren't really familiar with what they're supposed to be doing, they get they're like, "Well, this is weird. Like, this is a straight, Like, I'm kind of freaked out by this." And like, "Shower hmm. with Your Dad Simulator" is definitely like that. People are like, "What's that game on your list? Like, why do you have that game?" And then when you play it, it's impossible to deny its charm. It's just mm. great and fun. Yeah. And then the person has to admit they like "Shower with Your Dad Simulator 2015."
0: I mean, they don't they don't
3: have to unless like <laughs> usually legally usually obligated. they're required. There's actually in the EULA. Um, <laughs>
2: Disclosure <laughs> agreement,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness. Marvin. Strange individual.
3: Mm. Uh, oh, a lovely individual. One of my favorites.
2: Like you said, Ben, hope he enjoys his fifth pizza of the day for for the 400th consecutive day. But
1: he's like, he's woken up at four in the morning after 12 hours of sleep because of <laughs> his lifestyle. He has cooked himself history's greatest pizza. He's filmed a video of him eating it and then reversed that video and posted it to the internet. And then he's gone back to sleep for another 20 hours.
0: I, I feel like I need to recap just briefly. Uh, the story of me and Marvin uh, Maybe to give our new listeners a little bit of context as well So so he of course developed um, share With Your Dad Simulator 2015 As Trevor kind of mentioned It's a, a actually quite very endearing It's a lovely uh, game and, I mean, I'm fun, not even joking, it's great A fun game It came out and like um, You know a bunch of people um, Like Giant Bomb um, did a big special on it uh, Where they were like What the fuck is this game And and ended up being like completely won over by it um, So yeah it did it did very it did very well it became like a very a, a sort of a meme game and I kind of looked at it and i friended him on twitter and and like months later or something like that I saw a photo of him and um and then it dawned on me oh that's that's Marvin. That's the guy I used to um, smoke weed with in my apartment in Logan uh, and and listen to a porcupine tree while watching the Milk Drop Winamp visualizations <laughs> just fucking out of our gourds. Oh, life can uh, be so good. Life, 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 uh, yeah,
1: I would say life is good at that problem. <laughs> I hope teenagers know the pleasure of uh, getting really stoned, listening to the shittiest... Yeah. Supposedly smart person music <laughs> while looking at a visualizer. I hope kids still have visualizers. Yeah, visualizers. Hey,
3: yeah. Really nothing, more, nothing more predatory than prog rock, man. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> you just like, you just, you, you walk into a, well, you don't anymore, but when I was younger, you'd walk into a music store and there'd be like good music all around. And then mm-hmm. over in the <laughs> prog rock section, there would just be like, Rendered spheres and dragons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Be like, well, this is what grown ups listen to. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Just
0: the worst album covers you've ever seen. Um, yeah, I'll, have
3: to, I'll have to buy like Dragon Spells, Death of the Death of the Adder, Part Seven, or something mm-hmm. like that, and like listen to that once and then never pick it up again.
0: Yeah, it is all one 72 minute long song. On that, that's the first thing you got to ne- need to know about uh, Dragon Dick's um, Spell of the and uh, so on. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I still listen to prog rock. I'm so fucking stupid.
3: It happens, man. It gets in your head. I listen to Magma. <laughs> That's the prog rock I listen to. The French <laughs> French band Magma. Who uh, are you guys yeah, familiar yeah, with yeah. Magma?
0: Uh, I am familiar with Magma. I haven't, I haven't like seriously dug into it. It was one of those bands where it's like, oh, you, yeah, you have to check this out. And I listened to it, and it's. Um, incomprehensible. Yeah, what you no, need
1: with it, prog rock is you need to have a person who tells you which two parts of the song are the catchy parts.
2: Yeah. Uh, in the 70 comes, minute long song. Here it comes. Yeah. Oh, it's it 17 minutes.
1: There's a riff that lasts for 10 seconds and it makes it so worthwhile. Because so They keep building up to it and then yeah. not playing it.
3: It's uh yeah, the the the, the lead singer of Magma, uh, Christian Vander um who also made his own solo records very good you should check him out um he uh went kind of insane and thought he saw a vision of uh an alien race that needed to our help to save the world uh, so yes. he made up his own he made up his own language and that's what most of magma's in it's called kobayan so none of it makes sense that's even so though good it, i mean yeah it's great it's very good uh if you're looking to get into magma listen to the first of the i'm sorry the last seven minutes uh which is maybe their catchiest song
0: Fuck. Oh, not the last seven minutes of the song. <laughs> no, no, it's
3: only seven minutes long.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> only. I'm just um I'm just looking at reviews for Shower with Your Dad Simulator 2015 on Steam. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, the reviews are classified overall as overwhelmingly positive. Ninety-five uh, percent of the reviews for this game are positive. Uh, so under the helpful reviews, we've got um. Uh, my dad and I play this together After a long, hard and very sweaty gaming session We shower together Thanks for bringing us together I'd recommend playing this with any dad If you want to get closer <laughs> Also got uh, This game is so inspiring That I now shower with my dad every day <laughs> Great got, really bringing,
0: um, bringing people together Or well, specifically boys and their dads Yeah that's Totally worth noise. one
2: dollar The dads have nice pixelated penis <laughs> uh, a, a
1: dream come true it's uh, kind of how he got famous, right? Was because the decision that Steam made to pixelate the penises, yes, which are four pixels, four pixels,
0: then <laughs> had to apply like the Steam, the the um, the Sims style blur over. Which, those how do you four, pixelate four pixels? pixels, pixels. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and finally, the review: it's okay, I guess, from the Sila with four hundred and ninety nine point seven hours on record. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, he hasn't quite gotten his uh, Malcolm Gladwell 10,000
2: hours of showering with his
4: dad he's yet. Not, he's he's not, not a master, master. yet. Yeah. 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 He's, on,
2: he's on his way. Part one. So, so Trev, as we mentioned, you have become a published a published author of a sexy hardback.
3: It it is. I You know what's funny? So, yeah, I'll tell you, I should probably I have this thing where I don't like to um Market or talk about the work I do it's, it really makes it hard because I also like people to listen to and read the work yeah. I do so it's this real you know, it's this real dichotomy.
0: Well, um, we, we also had that problem as well um, That's why we purchased a billboard a billboard in beautiful Yazoo City, Mississippi
3: Well, if you didn't want people to listen to it, you uh, wouldn't have posted it in Yazoo uh,
0: and then did the, as much as we could to alienate Everybody that listens to the podcast
4: <laughs>
1: And if you've stuck around and you are from Yazoo City and you're still listening to this episode. Hey, it's so fucking good to have you. It's, so
3: it's really great. No, and you know what? Mississippi's beautiful. I know you get a bad rap in this country, but there's a lot of lovely people out, out down south. And uh, I am a northerner that doesn't want to bomb you all, um, unlike some mm. of my compatriots. Mm. That's um, so beautiful. Yeah, I know. It's important they know. Uh but uh, the book is called Story Mode. It's it's available. It's available everywhere. And apparently, for some people, it is available already. It's supposed to be out on the fifteenth. But uh, several people online just keep sending me pictures of them with the book, and they'll hold it up. They'll be like God, we haven't
0: even written
2: it yet. But,
3: but like, I actually, I actually don't have them. I've never, I don't own a copy yet. So like, everyone has a copy of my book, but me. Um, Did you
2: post me your copy of the book?
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah <last laughs> of the, I I want that. That's mine now. <laughs> um, but now it's it's about uh it's about video games. You guys, guys like video games?
1: No, sometimes. Oh gosh, not <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> I'm playing uh I'm playing Prey at the moment because oh, Theo lent game. it to me.
4: Fuck, it's so good. You know,
1: it's, I'm having a wonderful time. I'm yelling at the TV a lot because I'm getting fucking murked all the time by yeah. Two oh, guys, quite,
0: Terrifying, unknowable shapes
1: Yeah, yeah but also just like a stool you? Will attack yeah. me or whatever, and that's scary <laughs> I get Are You, you must easy. be pretty
3: early yet, right?
1: Um, I don't really um, What am I doing? I've gotten into the life support module And there's something to do with the reactor I'm doing that Oh,
3: I well, know you're getting there mm. um, Yeah, there's a point at the game where they become less scary But it's, it doesn't last long um, All right. They're always a little scary yeah, it's but the yeah, big no, ones
1: they keep throwing at me. That's I don't mean like them. those. I don't like that.
3: Yeah. I don't like the really big one you have to run away from.
1: Yeah, no, the, thank the, you. I didn't like no. that at all. And they don't tell you that that's coming. There's just a timer comes up on the screen that's just like, the nightmare is chasing you. I'm like, I'm aware
3: that <laughs> the nightmare is happening. What the fuck is going yeah. on? It's an existential prompt. It's just well, like it's, it's, it's very similar diary. to my
1: own experience. Yeah. <laughs> the nightmare is my life. And it is always chasing me
3: <laughs> it's just a mirror um, <laughs> <laughs> too real too real yeah,
0: yeah, the timer reaches zero and the screen turns off <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: but um, uh, actually actually did see a uh, someone said that at some point in like the d s or, or something like this it was either the d s or, or an earlier handheld um visual novels started using like you know loading screens that were like blue or something like that because, like people were becoming unnerved playing a visual novel for a while. And then it would go to a loading screen and you just see your own sweaty face. Like, reflected <laughs> <in the comments. laughs> um, but no, the book's about the book covers like series basically. So like, uh, either literal series like metal gear, final fantasy, um, or sort of a uh, genre based series that I think kind of hold together as a, as a kind of, uh, shared project, like, um, first person shooters, hard games, things like that. Um, and the purpose of the book is to look at games as sort of a, uh, a burgeoning medium. Uh, I don't make any claims as to whether or not they're art. I sort of in the beginning chapter say like I'm not going to do that because like it's, too, <laughs> it's like not a question I can answer, and I'm not really interested in talking about it. Um, in the book, I'm interested in talking about it in real life. We can talk yeah, about let's hash it long. out right now. Once in yeah, for let's all. do it. Let's yeah. do it. I have my Ouija board. I'm calling up old Raji Ebert. Yes. Um, <laughs> Raji, <you> there. <laughs>
1: he 'd love to talk about it I think still even from hell where he is uh. the Ouija board is saying
3: I need to speak to my wife where are my loved ones uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get it we'll get him also um,
1: no they're still not art <laughs> but uh the
3: the the claim I make is you know it's it's a lot like the way video games are treated now is a lot like um, the novel was treated when it was new and photography was treated when it was new which is not to say like it'll become like or film uh, which is not to say like you know those are the same genres or the same level of, or whatever but to say that like there are mediums that are sort of they haven't quite found their feet so like when the novel was new you'd get all these weird things like uh henry fielding's tom jones keeps like redefining itself over and over and over again like like these early chapters in it are just like welcome to my proso poetic epic <laughs> novel poem um and it'll be like to describe what this is, and he'll just like go for you know ten pages just describing what the thing is. He's like, ah. but you remember from the last time you picked up the book, and he'll just keep doing it. I like, <laughs> it, bring that it, back. It re- That's
0: so good. <laughs> yeah, it, it's awesome.
3: It's so good. It's such a good bit. And there's there's Trish from Shandy, which I've brought up a lot talking about this book, which is like, it's a it's a memoir essentially about this an autobiography, ostensibly an autobiography. The per- Shandy isn't real, but um. Uh, uh, Lawrence Stern writes this autobiography and like the joke about the autobiography is it's 600 pages long but um, it can't there's so many diversions and and garden paths that it never even gets to the point where Shandy is conceived and so like <laughs> <laughs> the joke is he keeps leading up to it and explaining like oh well like the reason I ended up like I did was because my dad was distracted when when like I was conceived and he's like speaking of my dad's distraction and he'll go off for 400 <laughs> pages on that but like these are these are not novels as we recognize them now, and there's like a lot of pieces in there that look a little bit like novels, but like needed a long time to kind of settle. The same with film. If you look at early film, I mean, I'm sure you've all seen like weird silent movies that don't look quite right uh, by our, by today's standards. Um, photography, like you know, are are we trying to capture the world? Are we trying to capture some other thing? These are all questions that these things do, and I, I think video games do them too. Ask these questions. That is. Um, what I find really interesting is how they answer the questions and how those questions are answered over time in like these longer projects, both in terms of like what the artists think about it and then what the audience kind of pushes on the, the artist. Um, you see a lot of times where like, like in Metal Gear, the audience will revolt as they did in Metal Gear Solid 2 and mm. they say like, I don't like this new guy. I don't like, I don't like this, this, uh, yeah. You know, having, you've given us. Having
0: like classically done the switcheroo where you play as the, um, the Rambo-style hero from the first one for the first like like, quarter minutes. of the game, twenty minutes, like on the on the. It's oil even tanker. less than the
3: first quarter. It's like yeah. that's how it's told, and it's like so much shorter than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then
0: you, yeah, exactly, and then and then you're playing a leggy twink in um, in leather, blue leather, for the for the entire rest of the game. A lot of <laughs> what he does is argue mood. with
3: his girlfriend. Um, and you find out his girlfriend's a simulation. So that's, <laughs> that's something. <laughs> but. um <laughs> But, like the thing about Ryden is he's a great character and like he absolutely makes sense with kojima's whole thing like if you play it as an adult like if you play it as a kid you're, you're mad right like you just want to play a cool game with your favorite character or whatever but if you play it as an adult it it's funny because you can see the themes a lot more clearly and the themes are all like no one's a hero there are no heroes like me i solid snake i'm not a hero and like you've you've completely misread the social uh, economic global situation if you think i am uh, or anyone can be and then the next game they're like okay well we brought back the hero but we didn't really like that's this other guy like and and that's like that kind of disposability is really good with the theme, but everyone hated it and so in uh, number three they brought back uh, they brought brought big boss into it who's just snake but more grizzled, and so they just even to the point like they they dropped him out of a plane in a mask and it looked like Raiden and then he takes off the mask as like a haha, yeah. <laughs>
0: and, and it's a good it's a great point too because it kind of shows that that interplay between. Um, the reality of it, which is that they, on some level, you have to. Even though this is this is art, it's a it's big budget art that needs right. to sell. Right, you need to sell. If you keep pissing off people, like Kojima wants to do the entire time, like for for example, like he wanted to call Metal Gear Solid Two, Metal Gear Solid Three. Right, just for no reason apart from the fact that it would, that it is confusing and would fuck with people, right? And and so like there's this interplay with it with being original and and daring and and part of art is being abrasive and and shitty and being an annoying like smug prick about it, right? Like that's just baked into the core of of artists and actually having to sell you know enough copies to offset the 50 million 100 million 150 million dollar cost of these of these things now and i think like like you were kind of saying with burgeoning mediums we've really now ended up where, where games used to be makeable right you could make a game for 10 million bucks right you could make quake or whatever and so like they could be standard and and quite and daring at the same time within a genre and have this big mix. But it feels like now with games they've sort of diverged, where every game either has to cost a hundred and fifty million dollars, and it's Assassin's Creed Nineteen, uh, and this time it's in in Bristol, yeah, uh, you know during uh, I don't know what the fuck, um, or when is Assassin's
3: Creed Brisbane coming? <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> absolutely, and you can oh I think probably Assassin's Creed Gold Coast would be better. You get Got more verticality, um, and you can go on the rides at Warner Brothers Movie World in a cool <laughs> tie-in. Um, but then you've also got like games that are just existential horror, where um, Thomas the Tank Engine chases you around a map for like Fuck, four that hours. Looks so good, goddamn! Like, and honestly. That's like, that's way more what I'm interested in now. I can't, I can't, we've talked about this when I was on your show, Trevor. Like, yeah. the concept of just grinding through another fucking 60 hours of Assassin's Creed, um, of uh, Far Cry 6, you know, and they sell money and they keep the game industry going, but. They I sell money? <laughs> they sell yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> Believe Get it or your not. money. A dollar gets you a dollar. <laughs> um,
2: I think you can definitely see like a, a sort of acceleration with uh with video games cuz with movies you could see a much much longer line between sort of studio systems initially yeah. that said you know hey we've we've got this really efficient assembly Banging line of yeah. movies you know we have our stables of studio stars and and people just pump out movies to little formulas and everything and then you sort of got to, like, the 70s, which is a long way from the, the 20s or the oh, 30s. Oh, yeah, no, to, you're talking
3: 70 years, yeah.
2: Yeah, to get to, to get to, like, blockbusters, the modern conception of the blockbuster. And then we've had subsequent decades of now easing into, you know, the kind of, well, we've got the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we've got the, the DC Extended Universe, and we've got, like, you can see movies coming out where the intention is to say... Well, well, Ideally, we turn this into a massive monolithic right. franchise, like the like, Dark Universe. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, like a... the
3: Dark Universe, the best franchise. God, I
2: want that to happen. Um, the which it's kind of like when, um, like when Twilight was big, and if you walk past a bookstore. Um, you would just see a whole massive shelf of just knockoffs of things right. trying to launch the next... Yeah, Hunger um, Games. Um, sa- sa- same Harry thing Bottom. for Fifty Shades of Grey, that sort of yeah. stuff.
1: But Which, of course, is like a fanfic like,
3: um, of Twilight. You knew that, right? Yeah. 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 Written under yeah. the
1: name Snow Queen's Ice Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. The
0: Masters of... What, what's the, what was it called? The mas- Master of the Universe or something?
2: I think that's right, yeah. Oh, my goodness.
4: That sounds um, right.
2: But yeah, like video video games have had a much more condensed version of that timeline of getting from the sort of smaller studio system through to diverging into indie stuff and and getting more corporatized. And now we've already settled into that. Yeah, blockbuster. Well, even I was thinking about the gap between um, the gap between Grand Theft Auto games now, which Mm -hmm. are, are hugely successful games and everything. But you can really see how... Like Grand Theft Auto Five and the Red Dead Redemption 2 were also specifically built to have this really long life after the initial release.
3: Yeah. Oh, absolutely, with the online gaming and everything too. Yeah. yeah well, th- and they th- cost
0: so much to so much to, to produce that each every game that's of that scale has to have this really long tail.
2: But but I would have thought that that, that means that, you know, it is so much riskier a proposition to give all that money to someone like Hideo Kojima and say yeah make this completely ridiculous gigantic game and everything and not only will a lot of the people who try to play it like me uh play play uh, you know I I haven't played Death Stranding but I predict that I would play approximately 40 minutes of it and
3: say what is this yeah Fuck no, this. you'd like it and y- knowing and you, you would playing. like it it is it's it's a it's a it's a dad it's it's what dads think they are simulator in that like you're just constantly <laughs> running errands for people. I'm carrying say, all like, this
2: stuff around.
3: Yeah. yeah, they're like, thanks so much for doing the errand, and you're like, it's just my job, and you go <laughs> walk walk over like mountains and stuff. No and do one it in again. that game
0: ever fucking like. So the real dad experience is like you know pushing a pushing a baby around in a pram, and everyone kind of looking at you and thinking like what a great dad which is like the where the bar is for dads that you're actually you're just there yeah near near your child and they go oh, oh he's holding you know, his own
3: baby not I, sure. a single I, used to, I used to do most of the shopping did... for my family and like yeah. i'd go to the i'd go to the checkout line and the person would just like i and i shopped like then i would go every time to the store like i just that was my job uh with, that was like my, my parenting share i would always go to the store and i remember one time the mom was like are you out with dad today? <laughs> like, yes. You're out with dad it's, every
0: day. It's so good and not a single person in my experience in Death Stranding comes up to you like a roving <laughs> NPC comes up to you and goes, "Are you out with dad today?" I missed opportunity, I reckon.
3: They should have yeah, they should have made people say that that, that uh, BB was cute.
0: Yeah. It, it's often. funny it's funny Andrew. you're talking about that accelerated timeline of um of, of blockbusters for games we, where we absolutely have settled into um, a, a blockbuster kind of cycle, right? And mm. they're just these big machines that pump them out. But the, the initial blockbusters for gaming were all super cool and original, right? So, like, mm. you, you look at Super Mario um, 3, uh, you look at first um, game to feature an Italian. To ever go big in America,
3: <laughs> That's right. yeah. It's, uh, um, famously, first, first in Super g- Mario One and Two, he was uh, Armenian. Yeah, uh, <laughs> did not they they play well with audiences. They had him blurred out on yeah. the screen for American audiences. Yeah, yeah. still still, really
2: still
0: banned off. in in Turkey. Mist um, <laughs> then was the great was the biggest selling title of oh all time, God. right? A, a hugely yeah. original, what a um, and and really quite. Weird intellectual puzzle game, right? For a game um, that
1: has like nine polygons, weirdly immersive world building as well. Oh, and wonderful. F- yeah, with the yeah, music and everything. Real,
0: real attention to the, uh, to the actual artistry of it, the yeah. sound design, all that sort of stuff. Um, followed by The Sims, right? Now, The Sims was, I mean, now it's, now it's sort of a staple and we kind of understand as part of our, like, the, the cultural fabric of gaming. But when it came out, it was just, there was just nothing, nothing like it. It was a completely new genre. And right, it became it the best-selling of like the, game full time.
3: Yeah, the ultimate conclusion of the Sim series, like Sim City, Sim Golf, yep. Sim Ant. Well, okay, now it's yeah, just... Zooming imagine in, if, zooming in, zooming out. a little Sim bit Ant from Sim Ant, Ant was <laughs> the
1: touchstone that like every <laughs> oh, single man. computer has had Sim Ant on it at some point. Everyone
0: <laughs> spent a couple of hours playing Sim Ant. I made my own house in SimAnt. Uh, they've got a, a team of 300 people in in the Philippines doing, like, the inverse kinematics for SimAnt 7. Just, like, um, release
1: a new species of ant every couple
0: of months. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, Grand Theft Auto 3 came out, uh, and then Call of Duty Modern Warfare came out, and that's been it now for Blockbuster games, That's games now. That's gaming's now. That's
3: yeah, gaming. now. Yeah, I think, like, part that's of, it, part of it, though... If you look at when those games came out, like, it, it you're looking at, like, a, a, a massive escalation in graphics over the time yes. games have been a thing, right? Mm. So, like, if you think about it, really, the modern conception of games at this point, I, I don't think you can really count the Atari. I think you have to start with the NES, basically NES Master System, that, that era. So, you're talking, like, 85, maybe, let's just say, for, for ease's sake. And you go through, like, 85 to now, that's, you know, uh, how old am I? 36. Uh, that's 36 years. And so, like, the like the, to think about going from Mario, which uh, probably uses less pixels than Shower With Your Dad Simulator, to, mm. um, like, what we're seeing now on the PS5, right? Like, in 36 years is remarkable, but it's also, like, it's clear that at a certain point you could develop for those less demanding things. But to develop a game like, well, like, like Ben points out, like, de- develop a game like Prey, Like Prey is this massively... I don't know if you know this about Prey, Ben, but uh, one of the coolest things about it is... So it takes a super long time to load. You may have noticed that. Mm, Um, The reason it takes a super long time to load is because it models and remembers where every single object is in every iteration of the game. So if you throw a coffee cup on the ground... And then like come back to that area, the coffee cup's still gonna be on the ground. Yeah, it, right. it keeps the thing like that it like that is such a cool thing and it's like a really neat idea and it has its own sort of thing. Can you imagine how much time that took to, to like test, to develop to model, um, to de- yeah. yeah. And like when you don't have that capacity in, you know, Super Nintendo or N64 or PlayStation 2 games, right? You kind of just have to make the game. And yeah, it got expensive by the time PlayStation 2 was Call of Duty Modern Warfare was no cheap game. But like you could still make big swings and big misses. At this point, if you get a, like, Prey's the closest to, like, a sort of mid-tier game, or mid-market mid game that we've seen in a long time, um, if you take a big swing and miss, then you're, like, I mean, Ubisoft swung and missed with Anthem and almost, like, had to close uh, as a studio.
1: Did Anthem actually come out? Oh, it came, it yes. came out.
3: Yes, yeah, I okay. played it. Yeah.
4: It's...
1: But it is a valid question. <laughs> i just remember seeing stuff about it being upcoming and then never ever hearing about it again
3: like i honestly my my line with anthem all the time and it just like it it radically just became less and less enthusiastic every time <laughs> i said it like the first time i tried it i was like the flying in this feels great and it did and, and, and like everyone would be like what's the deal with anthem i'm like i don't know but the flying feels great <laughs> and After a while, that's like all i had i was like it's a tech demo for flying
4: flying like, goods <laughs> <laughs>
2: I can't remember. I can't remember where I read it. I assume it was like Polygon or Kotaku or something. Um, wrote like you know one of those one of those big things about just what went wrong with that game. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I read that. It was Polygon, um, and, and just them describing the the theory that like, okay, well if we keep pouring enough money into this <laughs> and we do enough crunch, right, eventually we'll find the fun. It's got to come good. Yeah, it'll come good. Um, but like. Um, truly just rudderless in an artistic sense. Right. Um, never really congealing into anything, uh, cohesive. But, well, that's, but I, I mean, guess... that's
3: the thing with, that's the thing with video games right now. And also I think the thing with movies is like, you see a lot of blockbusters and big market things that don't necessarily have a point other than they're going to make some money. And yeah. like, you know, I don't actually have a problem with like big market stuff. Like, I, you know, I. I think like I love action movies. I love like big explosions and stuff. I like I you know, I like art house stuff, but I will absolutely not turn my nose up at anything, right? Um I've seen every you know, murder mystery procedural of all time at this point. So, <laughs> you know, like my my standards are hilariously low. Um but like the problem with stuff like the MCU, like you look at the Eternals, right? It's coming out and everyone's saying like this isn't very good and mm. people being like huh guess you aren't uh, familiar with the uh, finer points of the MCU like that's not an argument that's not like there's no art there it's just a uh, just team sports and that's the same i mean that's basically the same thing with video games where ubisoft says like well we're ubisoft we can't like make a game that doesn't sell a million co- like you know 100 million copies um and like i think one of the things i think about a lot in story mode is the way that artistic vision kind of has to be there or else you just kind of get you know in the case of first person shooters you get like Uh, military shooters which are just you know kind of like dead-eyed propaganda a lot of the times with like wonderful mechanics but like just miserable miserable stories
0: well yeah and I mean without that um, without that backbone of of someone like a Kojima um, or or someone there to deliver a um, um, like a spec ops the line sort of thing which of course you Mm -hmm. can't do these days you end up with the new modern warfare games where you know, where they've gone, well, look, we're going to be edgy. We're going to kind of show the realities of war. And what that means occasionally is that a terrorist will be in, like, in plain clothes. And also, we're <laughs> going to blame the highway of death on the Russians. A truly despicable mm. corporate act. Um, Listen,
3: I, uh, prove that it wasn't them. I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> were you there? Yeah, you were you there?
0: No, that's, that's, <laughs> I think that's I'm, certainly
2: true. Yeah, like the... the uh, I guess you know, to... you know, at that
0: point in Jarhead where they kind of look up at the battle that's just going on, like continually off into the distance, and like all of the planes going on on the un- underside. There it is the the Russian Federation logo on a <laughs> MiG 27. Uh,
3: it's, it's it, that that's, the, you know, the, the song goes out on the road today. I saw a Russian MiG that said, I did the highway of death on the, the <laughs> battle act. <laughs>
2: I think um I think the parallel though with like um because I'm I'm the same Trev. I have I have very low standards in terms of like movies that I yeah. watch. We, we, we go,
0: hey Andrew, you should check out this movie. He's like, no, I'm going to watch uh, Sears Music. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> I but there's also movies that I will watch on account of having like a, a horrible fascination with. I got a, I got a lot of reasons to watch a lot of different things, but like the vast majority of the time. The reason for watching something is because at least like it'll be a bit fun, like right. an action movie doesn't have to be smart if it's fun. I saw I was reading a review of like a there's a new movie on Netflix that has like Ryan Reynolds and The Rock and Gal Gadot and it's and it's some you know um, some globe trotting art heist movie and they said Oh yeah Yeah and they said this this has the this has the the biggest budget of any Netflix movie that they have made to date and they've got some of the biggest, you know, most bankable movie stars in the world that you can get and they've gone to all these amazing exotic locations and the movie is not a tiny bit of fun. <laughs> and you know, like How do you it, do it, that with an art heist. Yeah, so so you know like it it's it's entirely possible to pour a shitload of money into something and make something that as a result is not really any fun to watch or to play. And I think mm-hmm. with like with the big uh like uh first person shooter franchises, you can see that more and more of them these days are just putting out a game that doesn't have a story mode. Yeah. Because Right, because they've they just are.
3: decided it's not worth it. Well, mm. they're
2: they're all they would all take an enormous amount of money. Most of them are completely sort of humorless not any kind of fun to play they're always yeah. they're always like laden with this sort of really really just fake overcooked morality which i think if the people who made those games really cared about morality they probably wouldn't be making billions of dollars from doing like uh you know murder simulators or whatever like <laughs> mm. yeah <laughs>
4: probably, probably not. would not be their deal
2: uh so yeah in a lot of cases like people like myself people who play first person shooter games like um modern warfare and call of duty and stuff like that i only ever uh turn that game on drop into a multiplayer server and play it for a bit and leave there's there's i mean that was that was
3: the case even in the good call of duties like uh or you know the ones that actually people can find some value in like uh like black ops 2 right like people still like the multiplayer better on that. Like, people love the multiplayer in that. Yeah,
2: uh, but I would, argue, I would argue that that's still people finding the, the value at the core of that game for right. them is that it is fun to play, not that they give a shit at all about the story or the morals or any of that stuff. There's a lot of yeah. people who will never, ever touch the story mode of any of those games.
3: And, I mean, that's when, a, that's when a blockbuster works, right? Like, when you can look at something like Call of Duty and be like, well, you know, like, say what you will, it's a fun game. Right, that's like the James Bond thing. Like, well, say what you will, it's fun to watch a James Bond movie. Like, I get the problems, but like I oh, sure and that's the love criticism
2: watching... of the Eternals as well, is they they spent a shitload of money on this and, it's and not they fun. got they got an Oscar winning director. They they shot in real locations instead of sound stages. So on and so forth. But all of the negative reviews from critics are it's just kinda not any fun. It's only fun to watch. It's a bunch of people... It's very funny
1: to make a big deal out of going to these, like, real-world, beautiful locations, you know, around the world or whatever, and then to put a, a, like, PS3 graphics fucking (laughs) dude in there that they have to fight with hammers or whatever. (laughs) Just very silly. Like, I get that you're taking comic material and that's the point of comics is that they're fun and that they're over the top and that they're awesome when you're reading them as a comic but then to see a grown man making finger guns and going
4: Bew, pew, pew, Bew,
1: pew. like a big <laughs> lizard or something is just it
3: was very that's embarrassing well, that's kingo um, that's kingo he dies at the end he dies oh, at the i end heard he that yeah i heard he did and you know I i have to now I have to brace my children for kingo discourse um <laughs> But yeah, I mean that. Like, I think like to your point about Far Cry games, that's like the example to me of the blockbuster that doesn't work, where like you get Far Cry Six, and like the thing that I've seen recently about Far Cry Six is it sends you emails from the uh, villain, yeah, if you don't play it enough, like actual mm-hmm.
0: emails. To be be clear here, like yeah, going to your like Gmail theory. inbox. Fucking
3: hell. And it says, like, wow, I didn't think you'd make it that easy for me. It'll be fun ruling over my island nation with yeah, an iron it's fist. It's
0: like, uh, yeah, mm. wow, I'm. Uh, <laughs> your wife divorced you while you were gone. <laughs> it's really good. And I mean, your like, children love me now.
3: <laughs> it's good in, in, the, in the sense that it's funny to talk about now, but it's also just like. That's all there yeah, is to that, right? Like, it's I don't want my mechanic. my game
0: that I paid fucking ninety this is no. dollars. This Australian dollars, one hundred and ten probably now. Like, cucking me in real time while I'm like <laughs> while you're I've, out in the world, you, you get a, a notification real, uh, on your phone. I've got I've got a job to work at a child to rear. You know, like I haven't got time to be uh, cucked by John uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Giancarlo I mean, Esposito. Uh, if anyone's going to do
3: it, let's. let's I be mean, clear. yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, that's so awful.
1: What room in your house are you doing it in? Is there any convenient sort of spots I could set up a pair of binoculars?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like like you say, intro, I think, um, you know, it's it's already a criticism of, again, very big budget franchise open world games. Um, A a pretty consistent criticism from people uh, and and a factor of those games that has kind of uh, waxed and waned over the last several years has been, this game feels like it's giving me a massive list of homework to do.
1: Yeah, it's a checklist of right. a thousand bases you have to clear and like little you have to collect all of the the yeah. the hidden
2: biscuits. You gotta catch yeah, all, it just, it the, you gotta catch all on, the pigeons in Spider-Man and Yeah.
3: It just plays on like the skinner box of your brain where you're just like, well, I wanna do that. Like I played a I played a game called um Oh. It's not called Disavowed. It's called it's some it's a uh, I-, I wish I could remember what it's called. it's not a bad game, um but it's bas it's called um or it's about this uh like it's like this Catholic kind of <laughs> is it dishonored <laughs> dishonored no, not dishonored uh, I have played that game that game's good um by the same people who made who made uh who brought you prey um hmm. now, I'll figure it out what it's called, but it's a uh, it's a game where basically you are it's a metroidvania where you play as this guy and like. The whole, you know, you have this giant, like, metal helmet and everything is, it looks like a, uh, some sort of, like, old Catholicism thing, right? Um, And so, as a result, like, you know, it's pretty interesting. It's, like, it's fun. You get to look at, like, a lot of people who, like, look really messed up and, and have, like, you know, the look of, like, angels who have been, you know, eroded on a cathedral for a long time or whatever. But then at the end, I realized, like, I was going crazy trying to find everything in it. I was yeah. like, I beat this game. I don't care about this stuff. Why There's am I having to, to do that?
1: Making this number go
3: up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like all these games, just play on that where it's like, oh, your your skater box is telling you to do this, uh, and then the dopamine in your brain is going to go up if you do it. Um, and that's a terrible reason to play a video game, but it's, it's what all, a lot yeah, of these video it's... games do.
0: Yeah, this this is a chat that we we had at length um, on on the uh, when you you uh, had me on on your podcast, um, Trevor. You know, just just the ability for us to be able to just walk away from a piece of media when we're done. If you're not having fun, right? Hit the like bricks. hit the bricks, and you go, yeah. well, okay, well, I paid you know a hundred bucks for this or, or or what have you, and and you know, I think I think the response is there. You know, maybe the value for me, the value is in. Uh, the the double A games, the games that cost you twenty, thirty bucks. Uh, you get mm-hmm. it used in the thing. Uh, just give it easy a come, easy come, easy go. You go through it once, you beat it. Fucking, I, you know, like I, um, it's not a, it's not a double A game. It was, but, but it was never a huge hit. It was the um, the space version of Call of Duty? Oh yeah, oh. sure. That is
3: closer um, to a double A game.
0: Wait, what, yeah. what? the fuck was that? Oh man, it's so good. So it's that's just the one a, with
3: uh, Kevin Spacey in it, right? Um know. how appropriate. I think so. Uh, infinite, yeah, infinite yeah. Warfare? I it's it. Are we talking really? about Sorry. Infinite Warfare?
0: <laughs> infinite Warfare, yeah. Um it's like you just go, you shoot some dudes, uh, you fly some some fucking spaceships, uh, and then you're done. And I beat yeah. that game, I had no interest in like platinuming it or anything like that. I just put it down after seven or eight hours, having spent thirty bucks on the thing, and I went uh that was some fun and a good way to spend a few hours of my of my thing, and that's like that's how you should walk away from a blockbuster feeling, right? Is like, not right. like, not like you get to the end of a, of a Marvel movie, uh, and then the credits just keep rolling until You're you've got to solve their puzzles.
3: Something's going to happen.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, seventeen hours. I'll see hours the UFO
3: long.
1: if I put in another fifteen thousand hours. Yeah, I, got,
3: I, I will say the the thing that made me give up on Marvel movies, honestly, it's it's weird saying it now since he became such a big deal. Um, I, I I was a big comic book fan when I was – I mean, not that much younger, but, like, I would buy – when I was – much younger I was. And then when I was, like, 18, 19, 20, I bought a ton of comics. Like, I got really into having a pull file and stuff like that, whatever. I really read a ton of them. Um, and so I was super excited when the first Avengers movie came out. I was like, this is great. I love the Avengers, like, my like, favorite superhero mm. team is on the big screen, right? You love and then they the Whedon. Teaser- yeah unfortunately you know back then it was
0: personally and politically it was
3: was a different time we didn't have so many creators um you know we were still we were still grappling with serenity uh but the um uh you know like uh, there's that teaser where thanos is there and i was like oh they're teasing thanos like this is stupid like no (laughs) one cares about this ridiculous i was like i'm out like, I'm not interested in this. Like, I, it really like, I you know, it really caved my interest. I was like, well, this is dumb. Like, this is gonna be a terrible villain, and like, I I never really got back into it. But like, on the same level, like, so I'm thinking about games that sort of uh, match that kind of like feeling of uh, you know going to see like uh, my version of this would be like um, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's movie, The Eraser. Which is like mm, a dumb movie, but like yeah. you can watch it, have fun, and leave. But yeah,
0: that's a that's a real easy come, easy go. Yep, right? Uh, you know, there's a there's a fucking gun that that has X-ray sights. He shoots through walls like Makes Red some, Faction. It's fucking yeah, great, right? Like it's really you just good. you have some fun with it. There's some in, some some like interesting ideas, and then you walk away and you never talk about it again.
3: Right until you're on a podcast. Until you're on a podcast. Until you're on, yeah. a, and then you talk about it at at length for about yeah. eight hours. But. uh you know, there's a game I played recently that I loved, and like I talk about it a lot because it had an effect on me um, called The Silver Case, and I think The Silver Case is great. I think it's a brilliant game. It's a visual novel, um, so you know it's a little hard to uh, recommend to people sometimes. But like, what's cool about The Silver Case is like, it kind of does the thing for a blockbuster that I would think like an indie movie should do, which is like, okay, it does or an indie game in this case, um, but it does something kind of like weird or interesting or hard or challenging or whatever. You spend some time with it. It takes you know fifteen hours to beat uh, you know four hours to see if you're actually into it. and uh, and then you can you you go away. You can play it again if you want, but it's like a book you picked up or a movie you saw or something like that. Mm. And like ultimately, like, I think one of the things like I discovered while writing the book was what I most value in video games is when someone actually has something they're going for. like if that's Devil May Cry and it's just like I want you to have the most fun you possibly can while doing yeah. combos for like 15 hours and then like you can go back and do better combos or not um that's great like same with bayonetta like that's perfect that's like that's an ideal game or like something like silver case or like other indie games like night in the woods or something like that where it's like Mm. hey i have like
0: perfect example
3: no thanks i have a i have like a specific thing in mind that i want you to experience it's not gonna take that long if it does take that long it's meant to take that long and then it just does it
0: it's not just like the, the levels that we managed to put together with the money that we had and, and you know, cut right. cut it, this into something cohesive it's like, oh, this is like this is the story, this is the start, the middle, and the end, and mm-hmm. it's within right. the bounds that we have budgetarily. And that's that's what it is, sort of thing.
3: Yeah, and I think like it it we did lose something or we are losing something in seeing that not reflected in mainstream stuff, 'cause I don't know. You kind of need above and below for that. You need the middle brow to kind of like throw stuff out that is like weird and strange and interesting. And that doesn't have to make a lot of money. Mm. Um, They would want it to every time, but like if they don't, Mm. it's not going to tank a studio kind of thing.
4: Yeah.
2: I guess, though, that that is the difference between if we're making the parallel to, to movies as well. That's the difference between making a smaller budget movie where the expectation is just if it makes more money than it costs to make, we will consider it a success you know right which which is like technically still true as the scale of the budget goes up and up except the scale of the profit is also expected to go up and up as well which is why right. you can have a movie make hundreds of millions of dollars and still be considered a disappointment both critically and financially um, i do think it's Can't interesting the that that chinese I'm... market
3: that's what yeah. i learned with warcraft with the warcraft movie um, i
2: didn't mm-hmm. realize there was a second one of the warcraft there,
3: movies there's not not yet Oh my goodness! Um, I hope so. I hope it's coming. <laughs> so uh,
2: yeah, I was, I was thinking about how um, we were saying that 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 video games had this like accelerated version of the of the process that movies went through, and I think that the Marvel Cinematic Universe did a really good job of having a massively accelerated version of what comics went through because mm. comics used to just be this is a comic book about this character. And it's not really related to any of our other comic book characters
3: or anything like that. Yeah, like the Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire were like that.
2: Yeah, and then over a long stretch of time comic books wound up having, you know, they would have reboots and they'd have alternative lines of the same thing and then they'd have alternative universes and then they'd have all the characters starting to appear in each other's books and then they'd retcon their history from their own books and they'd have all these incredibly confusing timelines and overlaps And, and then they do resets <laughs> Yep, resets, and then they throw out the resets they reboot
3: the resets, all that sort yeah, of stuff Yeah, they do
0: a soft reboot, they got a hard reboot they got a... And you
3: know what they call that? They call that the Great Reset <laughs> mm-hmm. and google, google, google the great reset
2: 2021 <laughs> check it out yeah. but, but it's only taken it's only taken the marvel cinematic universe from 2008 to now to um or even before now to get to a point where like uh imagine like taking somebody who hasn't seen any of those other movies to see uh, avengers endgame, endgame. Yeah.
3: <laughs> who's that? yeah who's that who's, why that? Is who's, who's that? About that why what? is
1: everyone else in the cinema crying right now because yeah. some guys are stepping out of
2: portals <laughs> what the fuck are any of these people talking about and of course they did the same thing in terms of saying you know in the previous movie we're going to kill a whole bunch of these characters for emotional weight and then we'll bring a bunch of them right back in yeah, the next
0: that's movie such a cool, that's such a cool move absolutely nothing a classic a nothing comic matters. book movie the death of superman oh, yeah. you
3: know Oh, my dad bought a, a bunch of Death of Superman stuff because he thought it would make a lot of money. He was like, "That's oh, it; it's so the end of so Superman." <laughs> <laughs> the uh, He's uh,
0: definitely gone forever. The, like, the and guy... like Stewie from Family Guy, I
2: feel is all the same. <laughs> no control. one's gonna funge this token," he said.
3: <laughs> the guy from like uh, the guy who ran this comic book shop, really nice guy uh, named James, who ran the Cyborg One comic shop that I used to go to. Um, he, <laughs> he said, "I asked him if he sold back issues, and he said no." He's like, it's such a hassle, man. Like, people come in with their Death of Superman issues and, like, they'll be like, it's still in the white bag. It's in perfect shape. And he's like, <laughs> I tell them, this is worth less than you paid when you got it. Like, it's, <laughs> it's negative value. Like, I can't.
1: But uh, so, so, like, um... one single issue of a comic that I own is the Spider-Man 911 one. Oh, I <laughs> oh, have one, yes. too. I, I found it, like, randomly in a secondhand bookstore in, like, 2005. And I was like, all right. Good issue. It's so good with the villains fucking rolling out to be like hey, we're evil but we would never We're
3: not, t- not that. Evil. T- <laughs> I would never blow up a building like Magneto who like, you know, oh. actually destroyed a country.
1: Oh, it's so good. Doctor
3: so Doom's good. like, listen, I I bring my power to the vote to the ballot box like yeah. everyone else. With like, this I one tried I to stand with Henry Kissinger,
4: just <laughs> so good. They oh, tried. Boy. They
1: really. It was a when all you've got is a hammer situation, <laughs> and all they had was Spider
3: Man. Spider Man.
4: Everything Spider-Man looks like Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> so I will say, good. like,
3: and and I don't I don't want to delay getting to the the goodness of this any longer. But the I will say, like. I think to, to kind of go back to the the question of medium, like one thing that video game and film have to video games and film, I'm not coming up with a new name for the medium, I'm sorry. This is video game. It's like mm. <laughs> that's what that's what we call the genre. Yeah, like
0: meta rebrand. You think <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm game. just
3: I'm I'm doing it from the ground up, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh one thing that like they are those genres are those mediums, excuse me, are struggling with is that You know, they can look back at things that have worked and been profitable for previous iterations of the things they're trying to do. Like, they can look back at Marvel and be like, oh, yeah, like, once they started doing Secret Wars and all that stuff, like, all the crossovers, that sold pretty well. Or, like, oh, geez, like, once once it was clear that, like, you know wonder woman could show up in a batman comic and there'd be some sort of understanding about like them knowing each other and like some shared background that sure sold some money that sure sold some I, comics
1: i think they solved that problem very easily by the one panel where batman says oh we met at a function earlier right that's where we know each other from and then it's it's cleared up immediately i really stands. like the
3: old uh marvel comics where they say stuff like uh like when the fantastic Four is in a spider-man comic he'll just be going around the city and then he'll go like Hey, matchstick, get out of my way! <laughs> and you're like, oh, Spider Man knows who the Fantastic Four yeah. are, oh, your yeah. Friends. And he and
0: he's just going to like the porno store, like going about <laughs> his day.
3: <laughs> but like, I, I think like I think there is an, a, a a radically um, accelerated timeline with this stuff because like people know what makes money and they're going for it as opposed to sort of thinking about it from like, oh, how do we how do we build this medium? Which like yeah. I don't want to make it sound like the novel writers of the 18th century were like. Artists or something—they wanted to sell their books too, like real bad. Hmm. Um, Tale of
0: Two Cities DLC—you get a yeah. Sell it, sell
3: it, man! I call (laughs) that—I just kind of say I don't think this joke makes sense. I call that David Copperfield. Um, (laughs) Take that, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but (laughs) but yeah, it's like it's like you know, those early novels are are trying their best to be better artistically because they think then they will sell better to people who care about novels, and what games unfortunately are doing now and, and film are d- is doing now is like focusing on what will sell better to people because they've seen it done before so it does feel iterative it feels boring it feels soulless right um yeah, it's just
1: it's getting more precise with your analytics from correct. a movie that you've put out oh. tracking people's eye movements being like they love it when uh, people have the color red come out of their hands one so. kid loves
3: muscle man
0: <laughs> <laughs> one kid loves the buff little boys <laughs>
5: Are you tired of paying nothing for the same old superior quality free episodes of the Vista podcast? Do you want less politics and more content about diarrhea or animals gone wild? Are you tired of skipping through those hours upon hours of paid product placement for Mark Wahlberg Film Shooter? Well, boy, do I have the offer of a lifetime for you. That's right, for just five US dollars a month, you too can be a premium VIP member of the Buntavista Patreon. That's right, just five US dollars for all of our bonus episodes. That's over 300 hours of content from the hosts you know and definitely tolerate. I'll even throw in access to our glamorous and exclusive Discord server, where bizarre arguments only happen once or twice a week at most. Head to patreon.com slash Buntavista. Sign up in the next five minutes, and I won't know because that's not my job. But you'll be enjoying the sweet satisfaction of supporting us, and we will love you romantically for it. That's my promise to you.
2: Well, look, I think, I think before we run out of time in this episode, that we're going to have to do mm. one of our standard. I'm uh,
0: hungry for theme tunes. I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta get my segues. I gotta get my theme tunes.
2: <laughs> gotta get segues. Gotta get theme tunes. Um, so we're gonna have to drop into a special video game-related edition of one of our normal segments, and that is With a Lead Pipe.
4: With a lead
2: pipe She's makes angry, ready to start a fight With a lead pipe She's seeing red, she's swinging lead Gonna
4: him you head
2: Yes, this is the segment in which uh, we talk about things that we would like to hit with a lead pipe. So this is more the sort of standard tone of the show. Uh, if this is your first time, welcome to listeners from Yazoo City, Mississippi. So, anyone want to go first with their list of video game-related lead pipe I reckon I can volunteers. kick us off. Go for it, Theo. Yo.
0: All right. Um, so, getting us started, uh, we've got Kirby. Uh, The disgusting pink aberration who joins us from uh, beyond the Area X anomaly Um, (laughs) He's suggesting that Kirby's dreamland is inside (laughs) That is exactly (laughs) what I'm suggesting Uh, As far as I can tell, he knows no language understandable by human ears Mm -hmm. Um, And he's corporeally sustained by identity theft (laughs) Um, Anybody or anything in your life could be this magenta mistake uh, and he has never once depicted bathing he He's kind of an, <laughs> an ego vampire <laughs> A
3: little bit, he, yeah
1: Because uh, he has none himself Yeah uh, like, He's yeah. a pure creature of uh, yeah, like
2: like id mm. But he must go around swallowing the identities of others Peter Sellers He's more like
3: Cappy from Super Mario Odyssey
2: Yeah yeah, he, he, he more sort of, like, takes on some of the characteristics of the thing that he's just inhaled, right? He, yep. doesn't, he doesn't become... He's not like Mr. Mime from Pokemon, who I would also like to hit with lead pipe. Um, yeah, the, you get
0: that one for free. In it's a the, great one.
2: In the Pokemon movie, uh, uh, Detective Pikachu, not sure if anyone's seen that. Filmed mm-hmm. on 35mm film, that movie. It's a fun bit of trivia for you. There you go. Um, mm, but they have like the a. Master. There is a Mister Mime character, no, and that, that was filmed on yeah, seventy millimeter. There, just... there is a Mister Mime in Detective Pikachu, and they represent that by having a normal person, but with the little Mister Mime button eyes <laughs> in place of where their eyes normally are, and it's fucked up, and I don't like looking at. But it. Is That's it a terrifying. Ditto or a
1: Mister Mime? Sorry, Ditto, Ditto. Yeah, Jesus, for fuck's sorry. sake! Sorry, get your shit sorted. Sorry, they everybody. also
0: have they they also have a Mister Mime, and for what I remember, um, from like the the clips post on Twitter or whatever, he's Italian-American. <laughs>
4: Quite hairy. hairy. I don't recall that. It's, <laughs> it's the it's classic,
3: good... l- listen, maybe the French are known for it, but uh, as as a 25% Italian man, um, let me say, <laughs> the Italians did it better. <laughs> <laughs>
1: At some point in that movie I think Pikachu has a knife, which is a very
3: funny
0: <laughs> idea to me. That it's you a, could great, arm a Pokemon. It's a really
3: good way of like dealing with like a franchise. I think it's pretty cool. Like I, I yeah. like that they went for it.
0: Yeah, it's good uh, and it's it's clear that like nothing in this could become uh well, the the like sidestep genre crossing stuff, it, it can never become canon. So no. you just have as much fun with these. As give, possible, him give, give him a knife. Give him a goddamn gun. A n- we should give Lucy a gun in a non-canon episode. <laughs> She's like in the States.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, true. All right. Um I also have um Crash Bandicoot. Um, mm. He's a terrifying beast to me. He uh, was on my entire- list as well. God oh, damn it! Mm. No, I'd love to love to hear yours. Um, whose entire existence is spent stealing foodstuffs and destroying crates of vital goods? You know, books, medical supplies, so on. <laughs> um, you know, oh poor Crash, you might say. And Caitlin definitely was was Team Crash. It's like, what what's wrong with Crash? What's you know what's wrong? He doesn't know what he's doing.
1: I'm sorry. You told your wife the list of video game creatures <laughs> yes. that you would like
0: to beat with a lead pipe. Absolutely, w- she wives stood love up that. For Crash. She served for Crash Bandicoot. She said, go on, go easy on him. He has ADHD, <laughs> but he needs an intervention. Something must be done. Yeah, not even imagine a what my wife in. would
3: say to me if I said this to her. <laughs>
0: Stop talking to me about, your Stop stuff. Talking about... Yeah, stuff. <laughs> I never want to hear about care. the
2: po- podcast again. He's also stealing uh, Australian valor. He, he is. is. Isn't
1: he Australian? He doesn't. A I real, mean, is, is real he Australian. Kiwi? In name. He's an Australian in name only. He doesn't have the demeanor or the behaviors of an Australian man. Do people steal yeah.
3: Australian valor? Is that a thing?
1: Well, Just Crush Bandicoot. Just a vaguely
0: Australian name. <laughs> oh,
1: and uh, the character Robert Muldoon in Jurassic Park. who, mm. For some reason, uh, people claim that he's an Australian character. A gal.
0: <laughs> um a And finally, um, kind of capping us off here. The Navigator's Head from Monkey Island 1. Um... Now, if you haven't seen it, I would I would uh, uh, encourage you to type in "Navigator's Head, Monkey Island" and look at the image tab there. Um, He's a horrible little severed, shrunken head um, oh. that you get from a voodoo tribe. Uh, he- he might help you navigate the unknowable caverns of hell to reach the ghost ship ship of LeChuck. No spoilers uh, for 1983. But, <laughs> yeah, monkey yeah, I yeah. uh monkey arm, Ben, I'd love to do a stream. You and I, old adventures. Uh, that games. would be great. Oh, that would yes, be fun. Please. It's, uh, um I just hate the way he looks at me. Okay. Um, and you could really
2: you could toss him up and like really piff in baseball so, Sorry, you know.
0: Siri just popped up on my on, on my Mac. Um Yeah, you gotta stack that bad boy on, on a on a T and yeah. um kind of yeah flap him flap him off into the depths of magma
1: yeah flap him off indeed
0: absolutely <laughs> into getting, sheer ecstasy getting flapped off by, <laughs> by fear um,
2: all right yeah. trevor what do you got for us
3: okay so i went a little more i like i really thought about people that i would like to beat up with a lead pipe mm-hmm. and i ended up going a little more obscure with it so i hope that's okay absolutely mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um so my first choice actually uh ben you might know uh, this person, because of uh, what you said i I would like to beat with a lead pipe the adoring fan from uh, uh, uh the Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Absolutely,
1: I believe um, he's a, a small a, a Bosmer. I think and I he's hate annoying it. as shit. I hate yeah,
3: so much. If you ever see the adoring fan, yeah. uh, one of the funniest tweets I've ever seen was uh, someone saying that that MK Ultra oh. money guy, who's very annoying on Twitter, looks like the adoring fan. <laughs> he does. <laughs> does like the best possible own I can think. Of. <laughs> he's, like, I'm, a I'm looking guy with like a. Blonde faux hawk.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at him right now, don't care for it's him, awful. it's not good.
3: Yeah. Awful. And imagine, he wants to join your party and he's yeah. useless.
0: Imagine the worst uh. person on Earth in your entire life. Now imagine he had a superpower which was locking your attention, uh, like, <laughs> completely forcibly. So if you're facing the opposite direction, you have to swing 165 <laughs> degrees. Entire viewpoint uncontrollably to lock square on his face. Yeah, uh, you, you zoom in. You in the worst fucking voice available, just disgusting words. I hate him. I
3: I learned looking into this character that if you kill him, per- perfectly understandable if you choose to do so. He respawns after three days. Uh, yeah. In-game. Oh, so he's oh, a vital he's, NPC. Jesus Christ. He's a vital he is such NPC. Such a coward's kid. move. Um, <sighs> yeah. He's he's terrible. He's horrible. I I I feel like all the hate Navi gets from the uh, Legend of Zelda games. This is the thing who deserves it the most.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hundred hmm. percent.
3: Um. My second pick is, uh, so this, this is real out there, but it's something that was very near and dear to my heart. Um, I'm a big fan of the Final Fantasy MMO, Final Fantasy 14. i played a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very good. Uh, probably my favorite Final Fantasy game. Um, there's a weird NPC that shows up in the worst part of the game, which is like the mid-patch area between the game rebooting, uh, sort of like kind of after its first horrible start. It rebooted entirely and made a whole new game famously. And that's kind of interesting. It's called a Realm Reborn. And then the patch in between had to stretch out, because they didn't have anything. They didn't have a new game, because they just made a whole, like, a whole other one. So they didn't have an expansion pack, and so they had to scramble. Um, and so it's just, like, horrible quests. And the one quest you get, just a number of quests you get, is from this guy named Horry Boulder. <laughs> H-O-A-R-Y <laughs> Boulder. He is a... <laughs> Is, yeah. Okay. He's, I I can't stand. <laughs> I think uh, that's a
0: syndrome he, that um that that uh guy that got the coronavirus vaccine. Uh, yeah, got, no, that's is right. Is that Nicki Minaj's cousin's husband? Got horry boulders. Got yeah. horry boulders. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: And honestly, you know, you don't want to you don't want to have that happen. He has the worst hair in the world. It's like Ooh, this. Yeah. um
1: That's
2: unpleasant. He's got Trump's hair. He
4: does yeah, look a lot like Trump's
3: He
2: um. Imagine yeah, imagine, good ginger, about him. imagine ginger. Imagine Donald Trump
3: <laughs> with, head with like a
2: that? with a dangly earring wearing one of like the the big suits from Warhammer 40K. <laughs> and then you got this
3: guy. <laughs> yeah. That's awful. He's awful. And he just keeps hanging around. So like uh there's there's all sorts of stuff like what is Horry Boulder's armor? Uh <laughs> what what is he doing Horry Boulder after losing a duel with you? He just hangs around with his friend and, like drinks beer and exists and gives you uh gives you quests and like i remember uh he is a um he's just there and i i was playing with a friend of mine uh my friend andrew who they were they were playing through final fantasy 14 with me until they lost interest <laughs> and i remember at this point we were like we were in the right like the the sort of hub area where you had to get your quest from from horry boulder and they were like god damn it like yeah. i to take one more quest from horry boulder i think i'm, I'm done with this game I was like, I get it, I get it. This guy's insufferable. Um, and
0: like a, like a I, weed dealer that kind of like then wants yeah. to stick around and watch a movie. Mm. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> but you can't be like mean to him because he's the guy that That's actually
4: brings you the goods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna get to the good part of the game if you don't talk to Horie Boulder a bunch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a real yeah. moral kind of thing. <laughs> imagine if that was a. Imagine if that was like a, uh, <laughs> a deliberate choice on the developers. <laughs> Thing, give you then, an NPC I love so Hort. annoying then, but... <laughs>
3: then I love him. I think it's wonderful. Then, um, and finally, uh, this is this is a problematic pick. I, I'm willing to take the hit. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I didn't pick this person because she's a woman. Um, mm, interesting. Okay. Okay. Great stuff. Right. Great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I did pick this person. because Just backtrack <laughs> immediately. Yeah, oh, they're upset. Um, uh, Natalia from uh, double from Goldeneye from the N64 Goldeneye. Okay who is the most irritating NPC to usher around a map of all time. Uh, Constantly clipping through walls, Mm -hmm. getting shot by people, not hiding when you tell her to hide, following you into rooms. Yeah,
0: we've all had a girlfriend like
3: that. Uh, (laughs) Stop it. Stop clipping through that wall. (laughs) But uh, my my girlfriend, Joe Biden. uh, But like, she like... uh, I remember I was at a friend's house one time and like, you know, like any edgy, like you know, dumb 13, 14 year old would do. He like trained his gun on Natalia. Like, oh, what if I kill her now? Like, if you did that, you'd lose the mission. You can't do that. But like his dad, like freaked out. He was like, don't do that. He was, he was like, I think I'm going to do it. He's like, don't do it. I'll make you turn the game don't. off. If you-. And he like, he lost his mind. He was so mad. Don't, um, don't do not commit cybercrime. Don't. Uh, <laughs>
0: crime. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, that like the energy of that immediately reminded of, uh of that tweet. Where the guy <laughs> pissing off his uncle um, during Super Bowl uh, when the horses do the kneeling thing by by oh, yeah. telling him that the horses are kneeling towards Mecca. <laughs> <laughs>
3: not, is, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> there's something. There's something
2: strangely pure about getting very upset by the idea of your kid. <laughs> what
4: kind of, it It was. Well, I
2: mean, like, like I, we definitely all, I'm, sh- I'm sure we've all had that experience. Like you're saying, Trev, when you're 13 and edgy, you know. I remember playing a game called uh, Soldier of Fortune. Soldier of Fortune. Soldier of yeah. Fortune yeah. 2 Double Helix. Yeah,
0: that's the one where uh, you can, like,. Despicably, like yeah, just
2: take ab- absolutely of sh- off
0: their head apart and stuff. You could stuff. dismember yeah, people, they just, like, they made joint by joint. Hitbox.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and mm. I remember playing that and just like dissecting people. And then you so after a bit, you're like, probably not meant to be doing this, really. Yeah. And
0: your
3: mum kind of walks <laughs> in, and goes, Is that
0: "Poor man, okay, <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's fine. fine, mom." I feel like those games are only made so that you shoot them in the crotch. I think that's like. Mm. They only they make it they like do the rest of give it cover, but they're like, no one's gonna do anything but shoot them in the cross.
1: Yeah, it's like those uh the sniper <laughs> games the sniper that games, have- yeah. Yeah.
0: fully fully molded testicles, but they draw the line at having a penis in it, which is <laughs> very funny kinda of, like to to kind of think about the confluence of like cultural standards and mores that allows you to show two beautifully rendered um, testicles in x-ray vision with like veins and stuff coming like off into their body getting popped by a um, you know a 308 round Um, but you cannot show their penis you can't put a
1: glance in there you can't
0: put a (laughs) glance They're my cut, no, turned on. no glands, like it's D-rated in, in Australia
1: <laughs> They have testes on one side And they have glands on the other And they're trying to find where they sit on the line Of what they're comfortable with <laughs> yeah.
0: just, Never a little, the
3: just a little bit me. of
0: shaft No, you're not <laughs> Not even the slightest hint of shaft
3: <laughs> So those are my those are the three I came up with um, I, I'm i glad that you started With a, with a more sort of like a Banger cast though Theo. I think that was <laughs> a good choice I'll just you. Wait. Oh no, that was beautiful.
2: <laughs> Thank you, <Chip. laughs> Ben. What
1: do you got? Uh, I have got, and I might have done this before, maybe, but a, a scamp from any of the Elder Scrolls games. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, <laughs> yeah. you no, know, specifically the Morrowind scamps. Mm-hmm. I think I would absolutely love to fucking demolish one horrible of those little dances, creatures. Yeah, ten frames per me,
0: second, kind of
1: running at you with its arms up like fucking Bella Lugosi, just going. Wah! <laughs> <laughs> Awful creature.
3: I asked Uh, a friend of mine, it just reminded me, I I need to tell someone this. I asked a friend of mine, uh, they, they, they're going, they're going to the, um, they're going to the Royal Ball in Austria. um, Okay. Ah, And they're, uh they're doing it by way of, um, they just emailed the Austrian embassy and kept asking for tickets and eventually they sold them to her. (laughs) That's extremely, extremely cool. Okay. Yeah. No, it's sweet. No, 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 no critique of, of what she's doing there. Um, but I said maybe she'll meet like a Dracula there, uh, at the ball. And she said, Dracula, yeah. She said, "I really hope I meet a Dracula. I would marry any of them." And I was like, "Would you marry Nosferatu?" And she was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Well, that's even worse than the other one I was going to ask you, which is Bella Lugosi." And I found out that she would definitely marry Bella Lugosi. I mean, you know? I,
1: the like 1920s Nosferatu is definitely like more erotic than Bella Lugosi. <laughs> mm.
3: Yeah, no, goes. He's sort of more like a couch. Yeah. Like he's, a nice uh, couch you could sit on.
1: Yeah. Or is that, uh, what's his name who plays him in the 20s? Uh, very Max, pointy. Max, Max Schreck.
2: Yeah, very pointy yeah. individual. Hmm. He is thrumming Thrum. with erotic energy, though.
4: It's,
1: yeah, he's just
2: walking ben, around. you've eyes. always,
3: like, you know, even before I knew you on the podcast, when I just read your tweets, The you've always been a, a good arbiter of uh, erotic energy. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> That's mainly what I do. I spend a lot yeah. of time on the internet being like, erotic. Not erotic. A little (laughs) bit erotic, but only sometimes. You're like
3: the art decider. The erotic decider, Oh, God, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's my other thing that I do. You can tag me in that Mm. anytime. Erotic (laughs) decider on Uh, Um, Twitter.com. My second entry was Crash Bandicoot as well. Okay. Mm. Uh, Love to hear your reasons. Just love to see him shoving a big wampa fruit or whatever they're called into his mouth and then at that exact moment getting him right in the head. Spin away from this, dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) He fucking shoes but no shirt. Awful creature. <laughs>
3: or he jorts. It means he could go into any convenience store, though. That <laughs> is true. You can't <laughs> legally stop me one. from coming
1: in, bro. <laughs> Where's the sign? Yeah. Uh, he wouldn't s- wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> <piece of> That's <shit. laughs> <laughs> Slippy and Peppy from Lylat Wars.
3: Oh, Star Fox I, I have Slippy Toad on my list. Yeah. 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 Wow, that you-, you said that was from Lylat Wars. That's such an interesting... Uh... Like it's, is that a, a, like a spin? Yeah, a spin-off of Star Fox. It's not even like you've you've picked a particular
1: Well, it's the I think it's the one that I played. I think. Okay. I think that was the one that was on sixty four, right? Uh
0: I think that was Star Fox sixty four.
3: I also mm-hmm.
2: think it was Star
0: Fox. Oh no, 64. it was
3: called Lilat Wars. Where was it called Oh, in PAL it was called Lilat Wars. Wow. There Vindicated.
1: Vindicated at last. Wow,
3: that's uh i I literally have never like I've I've no, I spent a lot of time thinking about Star Fox oh. 64, but, uh, never you knew that. There's
0: Lilac Wars in the PAL regions. That's you? fascinating. Which,
1: yeah. that's us. We're the PAL region. You're right the PALs. Yeah. We
3: are the PALs. You're in my PAL region. Uh, you guys are always in my PAL region, too. Oh. So nice. Ben's uh,
2: Ben's putting the rumble pack on his balls, just really <laughs> zoning out, and all of a
3: sudden,
2: <laughs> slippy is just panicking and yelling in his ear. Get out Definitely of here, really Destroying his vibe. Yeah, yeah. am yeah, like, Not erotic. Not erotic. <laughs> Who
1: appears to die at the start of Star Fo- Star Fox Sixty Four, where they're like, ah, oh, the- that's the dual vowel roll bit, isn't it? That became famous. Yeah.
3: That's when Falco, like, unless you shoot all the things uh, like behind it, behind him, and it can be pretty tough. In uh, in the first level, uh, he he seems to die, but you he know, comes like, back. Not Falco
1: at a pivotal moment,
3: <laughs> and then he just uh,
1: comes back. <laughs> Last thing I had on my list is uh, Beetle from the Zelda franchise. Uh, Good call. Oh, Great. Yes. Real annoying fucking turd.
0: Fuck that remind. There's. Can I add one to this? Because it, it was on Please. my list and I fucking forgot. Sorry, you, you so, got to we'll take we'll one be, from Beetle first, um, though, because he is... It's just quite irritating.
2: Don't yeah. ruin my list, Theo. Don't ruin my and list.
0: He's, and he's always got... Oh, you've got another Zelda one on there? Yep. Because uh, he's I'm looking just at Beetle right got, now. He's got
3: seeds. He's got billions. Do you know he's also known as Terry? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did not know that. It's a much funnier that. name.
0: <laughs> Hi, I'm Terry. Less, yeah.
3: Mm.
0: Would you like some magic beans? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, they don't grow for seven years. Fuck off. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll just go. Andrew leave for would a you while.
1: would you like to go through yours so we can make sure that Theo's not gonna steal your thunder?
2: Yes. Um He would. We'll start off with uh Typical. with Qbert. Yep. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Foul mouthed little mm. rascal. Yep. Can't yeah, tell what the fuck could, he's saying. He always seems could angry really at me. Really bust that guy. Yeah. I would love to just know what kind of pipe feel I'm getting when I'm hitting Cubit. How many bones are in that guy? You know. <laughs> I think it's just one, one big though. bone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> one so like you think he's you think he's like
1: ninety percent skull. Yeah, and then his trunk is cartilaginous. I think. Yep. Oh, so that would feel quite nice. Okay, I would
3: say his feet probably are too, with maybe some like hard, like harder elements on the bottom. But I think there's only one mm-hmm. bone. See, yeah, I was thinking the like the, keratin, the, the Among maybe. Us
0: guy post death with just like one bone pointing pointing upwards. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, get out of here, Cubit! Stop yelling at me in your foreign language. Uh, <laughs> uh, I did have Slippy Toad. Um... We got tingle. Also, from because Zelda. Andrew thinks he's foreign. Yeah,
0: tingle. <laughs> yep. There we go. Tingle <laughs> from one. Zelda. That's one.
2: Everything about uh this guy, Ho- his horrible.
0: Dr- yeah, he's a horrible um man that dresses up like a elf. Oh yeah. Looks, Jesus.
3: Has huge pervert energy. A red nose meaning he's constantly drunk. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. He's, he's like drunkenly koala stealing your rupees. or whatever,
0: and then yeah. I, like tries to. Show like entice children into his uh, <laughs> shop with a map or something.
2: Um, so yeah, I would love to go to town on that guy. Uh, just just really lay into him. And the final entry on my list is Baby Mario. Wow, uh, <laughs> <laughs> see do that Baby Mario? No moustache, so he immediately loses his charm. But also, <laughs> uh, that's the main appeal of Mario—the moustache. <laughs> Uh, you're,
3: you're not wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, a v- very... just super annoying character in, um... Uh, super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island. Stop crying at me! I'm doing my best! I'm not your guardian! You know? I didn't, yeah, I didn't no, ask I mean, you to took, look after took yeah, it upon yourself.
3: As Yoshi. I'm just
2: trying to help out, and what are you doing? Where? Where? I have a little countdown timer! Get over here! It's like I'm trying to deal with stuff. I'm trying to deal with things on my island. Yeah. you know, i got eggs to lay. Yeah. <laughs> Bop! Oh, oh, there's another one.
0: Oh, pop! <laughs> just a uh,
1: dry Bowser. While we're talking about characters that also appear mm. in the Mario Kart series, mm-hmm. dry just Bowser? imagine all those bones. They oh yeah yeah, uh, nothing but bones, and they're big too. So I... you'd hit that once, it'd be like fucking xylophone for ages.
3: Be wild. Yeah. I'd what do. about? Uh, it's a great name. What about uh, the robot from Chrono Trigger? Um, oh. Uh... I had his name. Oh, Gato. My name is Gato. He says, They call me Gato. I have metal joints. Beat me up and earn 15 silver points. (laughs) Okay. And then he gets angry at you if you don't do it right. He's a little pain pig. That's yeah. yeah,
0: God, he'd do so well on Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah,
3: no, he really would.
2: <laughs> I'll pay you. Uh, and Lucy is not yeah. here with us currently, but she did want to say that she mainly wants to hit claptrap from Borderlands. And that, yeah, that's and I
0: the can't believe choice. that choice. Hasn't come up
4: yet. Yeah, the wisecracking robot. It's, it's,
0: it's the wisecracking wheel
2: unicycle. Yeah.
0: Um, Played by uh, Jack Black uh, in the is, movie. This is what uh, this is what Gearbox thinks is funny. Mm. Um, You're wrong, it's not funny It's not funny, it's not not
2: cute It's not useful, it's not smart Combining the worst elements of a robot and a clown Mm. Well, I think that's it for us for this episode Trevor, thank you so much for joining us
3: Uh, Oh, thanks for having me I love being on Buntavista It's um, it's been a while It remains one of my favourite shows to come on I'm sorry, it has been uh, over 200 episodes since the last. Time. <laughs> well, we're, we're well also very that's excited. on us for
1: making that many. <laughs> that's, was true. Was, <laughs> that's true. That's um, true.
3: No one. We all thought you wouldn't, but yeah, uh,
0: no. <laughs> yeah. Making 225 episodes of a podcast um, in the mainstream uh, just feels errant. <laughs> yeah, 225. I mean, you have a fun. you have a
3: billboard up now. you're, you're encouraging we people to enjoy their time on the road. You're helping stop. If you think about it, you're helping stop. Needless road deaths from That's fatigue true. as people listen and travel along,
2: <laughs> gently putting people to sleep on the road. Uh, <laughs> it's the so, sleepiest podcast that Australia has to offer. <laughs> uh, you can find Trevor on Twitter at Hegelbon. You can listen to No Cartridge on iTunes and Spotify and all those places. There's uh, episodes
3: with Andrew and Theo. I haven't had you on, yet on Ben, but yeah, I will ben. happily. I've I I had Lucy podcasting. on. There you go. Oh sorry. yeah, you don't like podcasting, right? Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. I've had I've had the three other members, uh, the non-Ben members, as as they're often called, mm. of Bunta on the yeah, podcast not interested. before. So mm. <laughs> what? Uh, so, but you could go so if, you, if you want some episodes around. to go back and listen to. They're in the archives.
2: So you can also order story mode, um, mm. which I did during this episode. Me too. Oh thank you. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I'm sorry. You probably should. Yeah, fuck. (laughs) Seems like it. Jeez, I didn't know that that's what we were doing.
3: It's kind of contractual. It's like. Yeah.
2: (laughs) You you can order story mode video games and the interplay between consoles and culture uh, online. You can get it from Powell's Books, uh, Powell's.com. Australians, you can order it from uh, Angus and Robertson online. Uh, Everybody else can order it from Amazon.com. Get your That's head. great for the Australians.
3: I'll, I'll tell Australians to go look there because I, uh, I honestly have been telling everyone out of the U.S. to go to Amazon because uh, it seems like the easiest place mm. to get when you're out of the U.S. Uh, is um, that. I... But I'm glad Angus and, Angus and Robertson. Yes.
0: Yep. I got mine from Booktopia, which as far as I know is not currently trying to destroy um, the lower middle class of the entire <laughs> Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, you go to That's their nice. about
3: page, it just says, Booktopia, our single goal is to destroy the lower <laughs> <Amazon>. <laughs> Ah. <fuck laughs> this.
0: Happens
2: with every company. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Trev. Uh, oh, thanks for having me. Go check out No Cartridge. And if you did, uh, I guess, stop by the side of the road in Yazoo City and immediately pull open an episode of the podcast and listen to the entire thing before taking off again, uh, thanks. Mm. You can go now. Yeah, you're free. Go about, You can <laughs> go about your day. Bye, everybody.
3: Bye. Right. Bye.